Greetings, I have Vera Antonovna with me. She is our precious sister. She is from Ruskinska village. And I'm so pleased that we have this chance to talk to her, to discuss the Bible translation to their language, to her mother tongue, Vera Antonovna. I'm so thankful. Thank you for taking your time and kindly agreeing to answer some of our questions today. Please tell us some details about yourself, about your life. Do you always live here in uh, this village? Like, how is your life? How is your church and... I know you attend, your, you take part in the Bible translation project. Just briefly, yes, I am the, I'm the older person. I got saved when I, when I was 60. Now I am 74. So this is my third year. As I'm walking through the valley of the shadow, so to say. So uh, sometimes I'm traveling to here uh, by myself. Sometimes someone helps me to drive me. I live in the woods. It's not an easy life. But in the village, I have my own apartment. So it's much easier. Life is much easier when I'm in the village. How about your children? They live in the woods. Yeah, they live in the woods. Yeah, at the camping grounds. Well, I have seven daughters and one son. So... All of them have their own kids. So now my kids, they become grandfathers and grandmothers. I have 13 grand-grandkids. I have 20 grandkids. So my son is married with two children. The daughters are married. There are six daughters. I married one younger one. She lives with me. She's 32. So, yeah, I see. Thank you. Could you please tell me about how did it happen that you started to be involved in the Bible translation project to translate scriptures to the Honti language? Zoya Vasilievna has encouraged me because, of course, I'm the elderly lady and I can see that our language is being forgotten. Some words, some key terms are being forgotten by our own people. Some words that are related to different rituals like praying, praying to the Heavenly Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit. Uh, well, of course, it's not just simple words. You should use, well, God knows and He can understand any words. Anyway, you will be praying. But then people are forgetting their own language, their own words. And sometimes when we work on the Bible translation, what I can see that this is one Russian word, but to have it translated into Hanti, it takes a whole sentence to express the meaning. Or one word in Hanti language, in Russian translation, it stands for a whole sentence. And then it takes an effort to make it shorter. So sometimes they would ask for my advice. And also when they do checking, rechecking, mutual check and uh, review. Sometimes I'm just sitting there listening and then when they ask for my advice, I do that. Slavic, uh, he reads the draft translation and then he checks with me. Is it a mistake? Sometimes words should not be repeated too much. Some things should be deleted. Some things should be added. So I'm there. So you are there like a carrier of the Conte language, so you are the keeper of the Conte language, so to say, because you're the elderly lady. And praise the Lord for your age. So 
your memory works fine. You keep it. All those words, all these vocabularies in your mind and you share it. Of course, if they work at home and work on translation, they give me phone calls and they check with me. So I do what I can to help them. Well, I think if they keep calling you, which means you're very helpful, very resourceful. So can you tell me, how does it happen? Is my understanding correct that gradually from generation to generation, uh, especially now with the younger generation, they are not fluent in Hanta language. They don't learn it that well, right? Yes, it is right, but I don't know why it's happening like that. So this is the trend. My grand-grandkids, their parents, they speak Russian with my grand-grandkids, with their own children. So I'm asking them, why do you do that? You are forgetting your own language, your mother tongue. You lose that. Well, I talk to my grandkids, like, you speak your own language, you understand it. Why don't you use it to communicate with each other at home? Use your hunter language. It's your mother tongue. Otherwise, I can see them talking Russian, speaking Russian with their parents, with their friends, starting from the school bench. That's when they speak Russian and they still speak Russian. So... I don't like it. It's it's bad. So, what do you think? Is there any solution how to address this situation? Well, I'm trying to think about that, but I don't know. I can't say there is a solution. Well, but you understand this is an issue. Yeah, I think it's bad. It's bad. Well, trying to put my thoughts together. I think we're losing something that is very close, very uh, ethical and original with all of us. And then with the inter-ethnical uh, marriages, like our Hanti people are married with Russian people. So that's another trend. I think we should take an effort to keep our language like gold. You should preserve it. That's how I pray. That's what I'm trying to do. I just made up my mind. I will only pray in my mother tongue, in Hanta language. That's how I pray. And of course, there are dialects. And I pray to God, like in the mornings, speak my language. So uh, this is my spiritual food, my spiritual drinks. So uh, when I pray, I don't switch back and forth from Russian to Hanti. In 2005, when I just got saved, I received Jesus. Over the years, I was praying sometimes in Russian, sometimes in Hanti, whatever. But now I uh, consciously take an effort to only pray in my mother tongue, in Hanti language. Well, yes, it's true. It's so important. Yes, it is critical. You should not forget your own culture. You should not lose it. So... We should try as much as we can to uh, keep and to preserve, even without dress code, to wear some national outfits and to wear it properly and with dignity. We are trying to keep it. Yes, yes, even the dress code. People are starting to be dressed like Russians. They lose their ethnicity in that sense. Well, if you are not born Russian, you will never become Russian. You were born as a Hanti person and you will always be a Hanti person. Well, the language is such an integral part of the people, of the ethnicity. Speaking about any people group, they have their own language. Even if it's a small people group, they still have their own unique language. Yes, you should keep it. You should preserve it. 
you know, even in the Bible, the Lord is speaking about that. Like the Lord Jesus Christ, He is the light to the many people, to all the people, basically. That's how the scripture puts it. So the Lord, He has His plan to reach out, to reach all of the people groups, so all the nations can come to Him, to the Christ, and to bring them the Word of God. It's so important. Yes, it is so critical. It is so important that the language that is given to you by God, you should keep it. You should not afford to waste or to lose it. Yes, that's why probably you are involved in the Bible translation. So that's why you contribute, of course, because you believe that will be helpful to facilitate the wider usage and the spread of the Hanta language. At least in the churches, yes, Bible translation is great. Not everybody in our Hanti people group are fluent in Russian. Some they can't read, some are illiterate. So this Bible translation in Hanta language, when it is completed, this will be a great help. Some people, they really would love to listen to that Bible translation as soon as possible. Like two women once came to me and uh, uh, I have some songs, uh, Zoya Vasilyevna gave it to me in our language, so I put it on. So uh, those ladies, they came in the evening and the one of them stayed till like 11 p.m. listening to all of those songs. She loved it and she said, tomorrow I'll buy a device so I can play it in my own home and I want it she wanted to copy those songs. So what were the songs? Yeah, the songs from the church in Hanty language, the worship songs. She loved those songs. So then I've met that woman once again and I asked, did you did you buy that uh, uh, loudspeaker to play the song? She said, immediately after I left you, I've bought that device so I could listen to the worship song. So she doesn't attend church that often. Rarely uh, she comes. But now immediately she responded. She loved the songs. She wanted to keep playing and to keep listening to them. I didn't have to persuade her. She copied the songs and she wanted to play them whenever she wanted. Wonderful. So, Bible was translated, right? Some of the Bible books have been completed into Hanty language, uh, the oral translation. The audio was completed. Did you share it with somebody? Did they listen to that? What was their response? What's the feedback from the Hanty people uh, when they listened to the audio translation? Maybe people from the church, maybe some non-Christians What's the feedback? Well, I wasn't personally sharing to anyone. Well, I didn't get the chance. But then I've heard some feedback, some uh, stories. Those who listened to this audio translation, they were so happy. They were excited. They loved it. Uh, well, they didn't come to the church, but they loved this uh, Bible translation. So as I live in the midst of my own people, I can share their feelings, I can correlate to them because their dream is to find good things. And then they refer to us as the repentant people, the believers. They have better lives. They notice because they observe, they watch us, and that's what they say. And my sense is that many people, they are happy to come to join the church. They're ready, but something is withholding them. Maybe it's their family, the friends, or their relatives, like women, when they talk to them. Uh, normally, women, they are not scared of their husbands. But then, sometimes when I tell them, get saved, 
repent and get saved. Sometimes they tell, well, I'm afraid of my husband. What will he do? So they become fearful. Well, I understand. But still, it's a very good thing when you can minister to your own people. Like you can share the songs, the records, the audio Bibles. Maybe they don't come to the church physically, but they can be listening to the Word of God. In their homes, that's a great thing. Yes, this is a great benefit. That's a great help. So, some of them who don't speak Russian, because there are people who are not fluent or don't understand Russian. Yeah, many people, they are illiterate. They can't read. They don't speak Russian. So, for them, that's a great resource. When the Perestroika years started, some people, they didn't even send their kids to school. So, this was in 1980s. Now, they're grown-ups. They're... 30-something years old, but they're illiterate because parents didn't send them to school. And then people come to church being illiterate. My older daughter, it was our fault. She's 54 now, but she didn't study as she should have. And that's our fault. So she was eager to learn more about God. So now she's literate. She knows how to read. Now she can read the Bible. Now she's serving God. She's helping in the church. Is she reading in Russian? Well, she can read the Bible, yes. Well, some things she don't understand, she doesn't understand, but a lot of things she understands. So she was so eager, so she was passionate about learning about that. And she sent her kids to the school. So the younger granddaughter, she... She's in university, she got enrolled, so uh, we forced her to go to school and to study, but she was also eager. But my daughter, she learned to read later, after the school. Well, that's a long way. Well, she, she's learned to read, even in Russian, she can read the Bible, at least. Yeah, that's wonderful. She can read the, and she can listen to the sermons, so she has a much better comprehension and understanding of the Word of God. Well, the way I understand, you're involved in the Bible translation, like involved, or you're just assisting. Yeah, I'm just uh, an assistant. I'm not uh, like translating the books, but I'm there as the advisor, as the assistant. Well, do you find some difficult passages for translation? Any challenges? Any harder spots? Well, my, my husband died. Uh, he had cancer. So... After two years, uh, as my husband died, my older brother died. So this was very difficult season of my life. My blood pressure was up. I'm still bothered by the uh, increased blood pressure, hypertension. So I couldn't stand. I couldn't walk. I was just laying in bed. But I was praying, praying to my God. So I was thinking... I will walk. I will not stay in bed. I will start walking again. And the church people, they helped me so much. So Faya was helping for, for two years. She was driving me to help me to attend the church whenever I was in that difficult health situation. So everybody was helping me a lot. But now I can walk and I can attend the church. Sometimes I travel to Nizhnevartos. Like recently, I was in the church there for the service. Well, when someone comes and asks for your advice, like how would you translate this 
passage, this place in the Bible? Was it easy or was it difficult? Any challenges? Of course, there has been some challenging passages and difficulties with the translation. Well, God is, he is the omnipotent. <laughs> He's not a person. He's not a human. He has no beginning, no end. So, humanly speaking, it, it's difficult. Even with the translation, like when a woman fell from the third uh, floor, she was drunk, she jumped down and she crushed her feet. She had lots of fractured bones, her feet, her hands, lots of surgeries, but she recovered very fast, I would say. Once I went to the shop and I met her sister. Where is Vala? I asked her sister. She's here in the village. And then I I visited her and she was already walking. It was less than a month since she had this accident. She had lots of surgeries on her rib cage, on her legs, her feet, lots of bones. They had to be re repaired. But then I prayed, she got saved, she repented. Now she's well, she's walking, which is a miracle. Praise the Lord. Yes. Well, Slava, he's my son-in-law and... Uh, I was telling about that before. We, hunty people, we are very much affected by the alcohol addiction, a lot of suicides, people hang themselves. So, a lot of cases of suicides among young people, many bad things happen. And I was drinking a lot, I was addicted, I was an alcoholic. My husband didn't drink, but I did. So, I was very creative uh, in finding the reasons and the uh, explanation for drinking, taking alcohol. So, when my husband died, basically it was five more months and we would be celebrating our golden wedding anniversary, the 50 years of our marriage. So, well, alcohol destroys things. You can't stay friends when you're addicted. So I was really hoping to be free, to uh, break from this uh, addiction. I was afraid to be coded against uh, alcohol addiction because I've heard bad stories and I thought it will be worse. So I didn't understand, I didn't see the way how to get free from my addiction. So I was looking for different ways. So when Slava and Valia, they got saved, my son-in-law and my daughter, they came, they visited me and they shared their story. They told me about Nizhnevartovsk, about the church, how their lives changed. And they said, well, you drink as much as you want, but we are not drinking anymore. So I was so surprised. I was just thinking, probably that's the solution. That's the way out. I was searching for all these years. So what we did, we traveled to the village on Sunday and we went to the church and me and my husband, we listened to the word and we got saved, both of us. After that, I think I I was drinking just for a few case, few times, but then I realized, well, I went to the church to quit drinking. So it dawned on me, like, isn't God capable of setting me free? Like Slava and Vala, they stopped, they quit drinking because they were addicted before, but now they're free. Why am I still addicted? So I was laying in my bed and thinking about that. And then I felt like someone laid his hand on my head, warm hand. 
front. I could sense it physically. Since that second, I forgot about vodka and the alcohol. I don't even see these bottles anymore on the shelves. So I was completely free and delivered. I'm so thankful to the Lord for this freedom. So many testimonies, so many stories. It's not enough time to tell you about all of that. I got saved. I believed. And I said, Lord, I will never leave you such a God as you are. Amen. When a person encounters God in a real sense, then he senses, he realizes he's the true living God. Everybody needs that. Every person, regardless of the place, the country they live in, even here among the Hanti people, people that are still worshiping those false gods, the idols. It's so important to bring the good news to those people so that God can touch their lives and change it. So Bible is one of the ways how God can change their lives. Yes, the Word of God. You should know it. You should stand on the Word of God. Otherwise, it's all lies. I think we should get that understanding. We should pray and we should stand on the Word of God. Yes. Even for me, that's a good question to ask to ask myself, like some of the Hanti people, they are not Christians or they are not believers. Of course, God can use anyone, mm -hmm. any missionary, anyone that travels from Sweden, from Ukraine, from any other country. But how often it happens when the Lord is using the people that are from that people group themselves to share the word. So when you visit somebody, someone who is not fluent in Russian, he doesn't speak Russian, then you want to explain the good news, to read the Bible, to quote the Bible text for such a person, how to explain, how to convey the message. You should do it in their mother tongue, because that's the way to communicate the gospel message. Yes. Yeah, I got saved, Vala and Slava, they were Christians, so we traveled to different places, we went to Lagdor, so we together traveled to different places in this vicinity, so we traveled, we shared the good news, praise the Lord, yes, praise the Lord, well, thank you so much, may God bless you abundantly, thank you, and thank you so much for your time, for the fellowship, uh, may the Lord strengthen you. And may the Lord grant you to see the fruit of your labor when you serve, when you minister, when you help with the Bible translation, with the Word of God. Thank you so much.